Welcome to the special manhunt episode for Brain Laundry and the Petito Update Up-to-Date Head- headlines for the Petito case. For those of you not familiar with this pubcast, it's a little bit deviates a little bit from the typical layout uh, format that we usually have throughout the week. But I know that a lot of you are open-minded and um, a lot of you are left-wing Democrats. I don't want to turn this into a um, political podcast. Well, this is the manhunt for Brian Laundrie. And uh, um, I have a lot of clips for this one from the Petito case. A lot of them are the most recent, yes, from today, which is Sunday, September 26th. We are fulfilling our obligations for Mr. Ulysses to come through with it. community where Gabby Petito grew up is preparing to say goodbye. She just lit up the entire room. She was always happy, always smiling. You never think anything like this would happen to her. Ahead of her funeral today, an outpouring of grief and support. Look at Butterflies released overnight, a tribute to her final social media post. The 22-year-old came to national attention after she vanished during a cross-country road trip with her fiancé, Brian Laundrie, who returned home to Florida this month without her. Petito's body was found last Sunday in Wyoming, near Grand Teton National Park, and officials ruled her death a homicide. Her tragedy touching families across the country. We all have children, whether you have daughters like I do or you have sons. Everybody's just really upset. This weekend, the search for laundry is intensifying in Florida's wetlands. His family members saying he headed into this sprawling nature reserve for a hike days ago and never returned. His attorney confirming he left home without a wallet or cell phone. Gabby Petito's best friend telling NBC News Laundry was possessive, controlling, and jealous, adding she didn't deserve what happened to her. I will fight every day for justice for her. Gabby will stay in my heart forever. Laundry is a person of interest in her disappearance. Police have not named him as a suspect in her death. And back in her Long Island hometown, heartache. Blue ribbons now lining the streets, symbolizing a life cut short. We want people to look at the ribbons and, and remember Gabby. And think of her eyes and how, how beautiful and vibrant and sparkling she was. And this weekend, Gabby Petito's family set up a foundation in her honor. The mission is to help other families find their missing children. Willie? Kathy Park in Holbrook, New York on Long Island. Kathy, thank you very much. Well, some people say, I know you couldn't do three episodes on a, on a Sunday. After, sometimes I mess up on the recordings. We start the wrong mic. Open, yeah, it's a headache. Not glamorous. It's not as easy as everyone thinks it is. It's not. But Sundays are a lot easier than normal. There's not as much thought or production value, I guess. However, this one, we do have, instead of music segments, we have them separated by um, updates from Gabby Petito and Brian Laundrie, that case, yeah. I just do whatever they tell me to do. I finished off the gummy bears. I'm having another Snickers. Snickers is good American chocolate. There's just the right amount of peanuts, caramel, chocolate, nougat. It's not too sweet, but it's not bland. You get the fun size when you get the Halloween candy ones, and 
you're set. Well, I come out here and that's what I do is I create premium content. I hate to, I sound like a broken record. Well, it probably happened. Okay, maybe it's not drugs because they were 22 and that is pretty young. They're having an argument. He got upset. No, she was probably talking to another dude. She was probably messaging other dudes on Instagram, messaging other dudes on YouTube, talking to other dudes on the phone. So he got super jealous and he was like, you know what? And they probably had a big argument. And he probably just started hitting her. Probably killed her. Gone too soon. Gone way too soon. We're gonna go wander back over there to see if they set up the tent tonight. It's not a hot, it's not a cold night. It's not a cold night, so we can kind of sneak over there. We're going over there. Thanks for tuning in to the special Brian Laundry manhunt episode. You know, just not too long ago, that couple was here in this very state of Utah where her last photo was taken in Ogden, Utah. And, and uh, her family, the Petito family, doesn't think that she posted that last photo that said, Happy Halloween. It's a murder, murder mystery case. Yeah, there's some loud-ass crickets out tonight. Tell you what. <laughs> yeah, buddy, you know, I couldn't imagine. That's the whole murder thing, the whole murder mystery. I don't know, I guess he could get away with it, right? I guess he could, fuck. Well, shit. For someone who thinks they can get away with murder, that's no good. There's sociopaths that are like that a lot of times, oftentimes. You guys know who Krampus is? A Krampus. Wanna have a Krampus Christmas? You guys wanna have a Krampus Christmas? Raise a hands, who wants a Krampus Christmas? You want a Krampus Christmas? Hey, psst, hey, hey, man. Hey, man, come here. You want a Krampus Christmas? Krampus comes in the dead of night, man. He leaves sticks. He bite, or he takes your sticks and your shoes or some shit. I don't know. Halloween's coming up, though. That's all I know. So Krampus Christmas. Shout out to Krampus Christmas. It's a fast podcast, man. You have to put in a lot of effort to keep up. It's a lot of cognitive effort. A lot of cognitive energy that you have to just like, whoa... Like, he's talking about Krampus one second, now it's Halloween. The, the Petito case, where's, where's brain laundry at? It's a Krampus Christmas from now on. You all, we all. That's good times still. That's good times no matter how you slice it. I didn't see any lights on. I just, the tent is probably blacked out. They probably turn their lights off. Just have lights on in the tent. I'm not going to see those in the middle of the night. Not through that, not through that brush. It's out over there again. I've never seen that movie, Krampus. I've been meaning to. It looks scary. It looks scary, and I like those actors. I need to start watching that movie. I, I need to start watching it every um, Christmas, every Halloween. Well, shit, if we, can, if we can buy it when we get home, let's fucking buy Krampus Christmas. you guys have any idea what I'm talking... It's the... Uh, no, it's not. It's the Petito special. Just cue the next two. Just stop... But first, a community comes together to say goodbye to Gabby Petito. The lives she touched from those who knew her best to those she never met. And her family's pledge to help others searching for loved ones. Good evening, I'm Gilma Avalos. She lived to see 22 years, but the mark Gabby Petito left on her community lives on. And you could see that in the outpouring of support today. Hundreds of people attended her memorial on Long Island to say their final goodbye. The solemn procession lasted all afternoon. She died during a one 
once-in-a-lifetime road trip in Wyoming that she took with her fiancé, Brian Laundrie. He is the only person of interest named in the case, and the search for him is now in its second week. And late today, a new twist. The FBI searched his family's home in Northport, Florida again. The Laundrie family attorney told us agents wanted some personal items from Laundrie in order to do a DNA match. And it's not clear what agents are trying to match just yet. The attorney says Laundrie's parents provided what they could, but did not say what items they gave agents. But people in Suffolk County, they kept the focus today on Gabby Petito. Signs adorned the fence across from the funeral home where mourners gathered. And News 4 investigative reporter Paisy Chang is live in Holbrook, Long Island with her family's powerful message tonight. Paisy. And Gilma, Gabby's story has touched everyone indeed around the world. In fact, there was a German television station here covering her funeral. Her family knows that her message has spread to so many people, and they also realize there are a lot of families who never get reunited with their missing loved ones. And so they are committed to starting a foundation in her honor to help other families connect with their missing relatives. Hundreds streamed into the Maloney funeral home to mourn Gabby Petito, who died 22 years young. She didn't deserve this. She absolutely did not deserve this. She was the most kind-hearted, sweetest soul you could ever meet. Nicole and Jim and the Petito family, we're so sorry for your loss. I, there's no words to describe what you're going through right now. They walked in under a giant banner that read Blue Point with a big red heart. This is where Gabby grew up, where her family calls home. Gabby is the most amazing person I've ever met. So if you're going to leave here today, I'm asking that you guys be inspired by the way she treated people. Inside, both her father and stepfather gave a eulogy, celebrating her life, remembering her as a kind, creative person who was independent and free-spirited. She is an example for all of us to live by, to enjoy every moment in this beautiful world as she did. Many who came didn't know Gabby or her family, but were so touched by her tragic story. And we're thinking about them, and uh, it's uh, they're not alone, and it's... Uh, it hurts. It hurts all of us. The viral news coverage of Gabby's disappearance may have helped the FBI locate her so quickly. Now her family wants to help others dealing with the same pain. On social media, the family asked in lieu of flowers and gifts that donations be made to a future foundation to help other families find their missing loved ones. I hope the family knows there's an outpouring of a community that's there for them. And I hope they catch the monster that did this to her. The disappearance, search, and final discovery has taken an emotional toll. But today, the family celebrated Gabby and the light she shined in life and now after. There's a trip that you guys want to take. Take it now. It's okay to mourn for Gabby. It's okay to feel sorrow and pain. But we want to celebrate her and how she lived her life. And today was a memorial service in Gabby's honor, but her remains, according to her family attorney, are still in Wyoming, where the FBI continues its homicide investigation. We're live from Holbrook tonight. Paisy Cheng, News 4 New York. I know I fucked up. I fucked up now, didn't I? Well, there's traffic. Don't put your head down on a crosswalk. If there's one thing you're going to get from this podcast and from this episode especially, don't put your head down on a crosswalk ever. Always keep your head up. Always keep your eye on the ball. Or else. Okay.
Now we're crossing the street safely. To the second installment of the special manhunt episode for Brian Laundries. Dog the Bounty Hunter says he's in the Appalachians. And I think he's probably right. And I know that that the family, the parents, and that crooked rat lawyer, the laundry family's lawyer is a perfect example of why lawyers go straight to hell. There's no middle. They just go straight to hell. They just die and go to hell. All lawyers. Yeah, I don't think I don't think the parents would have packed that stuff up. Gone looked like they were on a camping trip, get the new camper if they didn't help with they weren't helping him out. So he didn't kill himself. No, he hasn't killed himself. Killing himself is something he'll do when he gets caught. He hasn't gotten caught yet, has he? It's a tough pickle to be in. Oh yeah, people ask me all the time. I say, Blink, don't you think by making so many podcasts you're diminishing each premiere episode? I'm like, no. No, people want content, and they don't know my business plan anyways. All you have to do is just put out premium content every time. It doesn't matter when or where. As long as you're doing it, that's all that matters. And people don't understand that. So yeah, for this one, I think the Petito case and the Brian Laundry case specifically, yeah, I mean, it really does kind of hit close to home because they were here in Utah. That's when the wheels fell off, was here in Utah. I'm out here looking for... (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) So, yeah, I am out here looking for clues. I'm out here. There's... I'm asking questions. I had to hit the streets of Salt Lake City to ask the questions. Where's Gabby? Oh, yeah, they already found her. Where's Brian is what I meant to say. Where's Brain? He did have a big forehead. He does, like... He has a big, like, a head. Giant freaking... He has an alien head. An alien-sized head. Well, I know where brain laundry went he went to abducted by aliens his brain is too big his head was too big he thought he could get away with it so the aliens came by and they're like no you cannot you cannot i don't really want to walk all the way back let's just walk back up here for a second this is a late night podcast, so it is kind of boring, sure. It's always kind of boring. It's always a boring episode. Walking to the bakery, walking back to the bakery, walking from the bakery, walking over to the bakery again. I just saw the girl in the scooter and I was totally I'm I'm completely reinvigorate reinvigorated. For those of you that don't know, the girl in the scooter was the one who inspired me to apply at the building that I work at now today. I don't know when the first time I saw her was, but she was just scooting by. She's so fast. It's, in, it's incredible. So stylish. I, I don't, I'd love to talk to her someday. I probably never will talk to her because she's just way too fast. Way too efficient. It's, she's so quick on that thing. It's like she becomes one with the scooter. I'm not kidding you, man. It's, I love seeing her. Because really, I was like, where is this chick going so quick to? And I saw the building, and I was like, that's a cool building. And like right now, it's a Sunday night, right? So, where's she, where she coming back on the weekends? And she was just very intriguing, but she was so direct and so fast on that scooter. And so stylish, too. Still, to this day, even from afar, I can be like, that's her, that's her. Yeah, it looks like she's just one. I like someone riding a horse. Comanches. The Comanche riding a horse. 
and meshed into one animal. But there's no way I'll ever talk to her or like get to know the story because I'm sure once she's done there, she's off to bigger and better things and disappeared. There's no, she doesn't have time to talk to people like that. Not even people like curious, like, what does she do? What's her position? We work at the same place. You inspired me to work there. I'm not lying. She really did. Just because she looks so rad on that thing. Like anyone who's like working there at this time of night, like they're probably important, probably good at what they do. The way that she rides that freaking scooter. I, I'm kind of like worried about her sometimes. Like when I see, she's going kind of fast. And I, I saw her just now, like crossing the street, and I like the light changed her for her so quick. It was just really cool. And I was like, well, where'd she go? And she's like, ramps up the sidewalk. I'm like, gosh, she's so fast on that thing. Like, really, like, Olympic metal fast. I bet you every day she's probably like, okay, I'm leaving at this, I'm leaving work at this time. And I'm going to try to see what, I'm going to keep track of what time I walk in the door. Not, like, not how long it takes me to get down the hill or not, because the stoplight can mess you up. I bet you she's hit some times where like the light just barely turned green. There are people in the crosswalk and everyone sees her. And so she can like speed up. I bet you she's probably made it home in like a minute and a half. Shit, there's like tires out here. There's four tires. Well, those are too big for my car. Someone got new tires and they just put them by the dumpster. One man's trash. I used to keep my tires, my snow tires. I, that, that's how luxurious, luxuriously I lived when I lived in uh, the top floor in downtown Salt Lake City. I had snow tires and I had regular tires. Seasonal, I would take my car in and be like, could you put the summer tires back on my car, please? Thanksgiving, I'd always, after Thanksgiving, I'd be like, could you put the snow tires back on my car, please? I had rims. They were on rims and everything. You could just take them off and on and interchangeably no problem it didn't take them very long all they'd have to do is balance it and just oh yeah i'll throw those on for your bling winter tires summer tires i really am tired though moments of gabby's life investigators think her boyfriend brian laundry has the answers but he's still missing and teams have been searching for him in the carlton reserve since last saturday Tonight, we're learning the FBI went to the laundry home in Northport today, according to Laundry's lawyer. Our Shannon Chloe is there now. And Shannon, I understand you've been in touch with Brian's attorney. Miranda, his lawyer is Stephen Bertolino out of New York, and he tells me tonight that, yes, the FBI was at Brian Laundry's family's home here in Northport tonight. What they were doing was they were taking personal items of Brian Laundry's, which they're going to use for DNA matching. So I was told from the lawyer that the family was able to provide what they could. Of course, tonight I have questions for FBI officials as to what this DNA matching is going to reveal in this investigation and exactly why they are doing it. Of course, as we Wait for those answers here on 10 Tampa Bay. We are out here on scene. We're keeping a close eye on the laundry family's home. I can tell you as far as we've been out here this evening, we haven't seen much going on. We have not seen them leave the home tonight and also kind of same goes for 20 minutes from here at the Carlton Reserve. 
I just came from this location to where I did not see law enforcement near the entrance of the preserve, but I can confirm tonight for you that the spokesperson for the Northport Police Department telling me they are continuing to search this wooded area. They say that they have scaled back their search this weekend as they're searching areas that are harder to access, which they tell me are like bodies of water. They say that requires less people, and I did just get new information from the Northport Police Department. They tell me no set time on when they're going to end their search for the night, but they say they do plan to continue to search the Carlton Reserve.